the Honourable David Templeman, who's with us. It's a huge period for West Australian sport. We had the football friendlies here with West Ham and Tottenham in town. was there on Tuesday night. Great crowd. We've got Rugby League coming up at Optus Stadium. We've got the Rugby Sevens coming here 2024, 2025. There is a heap to look forward to from a sporting point of view and a man who's been a key in help getting some of these events here is the Honourable David Templeman, the Minister for Sport. Uh, David, good morning. G'day and good morning and what a brilliant, uh, well, what a brilliant uh, few weeks and months we're going to have with sport in WA. Here, here, and great to have so much sport, and, and well done to you and, and your cabinet for the work that you've done, David, to, to bring these events to Perth. How exciting was the, the, the match the other night with, with West Ham and Tottenham here? I, I went to the game and walked through the, the, uh, the, the, the aisles, and there were the fans singing and so much noise and energy. Uh, brings a different atmosphere to Optus Stadium. What a great event. How did you enjoy it? Uh, it was great. And look, what I think is wonderful is uh, West Australians, uh, fanatical foot, uh, football, uh, all code supporters, and uh, they came out in uh, you know, forty-six thousand at the game on Tuesday night. And uh, great to see the the legacy at work that's uh, been done in the community by the two teams, West Ham and, and Tottenham uh, Hotspur, uh, Hotspur, because they've also been out uh, coaching kids and working with uh, some clubs as well. That's the value adding of bringing a big event like that to Perth and to Western Australia. So. Uh, hats off to the two both teams for that work that they've done. But look, we've got the FIFA Women's World Cup. I'll be down in uh, uh, Forest Place uh, a, bit early, a bit later on this morning to launch the uh, Fanfare Festival. It's uh, part of the uh, hype of the FIFA Women's World Cup. Big match, opening match in WA in Perth at the Rectangular Stadium on Saturday night, um, uh, with, which kicks off, uh, kicks off with uh, Team Denmark and the People's Republic of China. So... Uh, and that's a sold, sold out. Um, you know, this is the moment for, for football. This is the moment for uh, rugby. This is the moment for community sport to be engaged in supporting these codes and they making sure they're success. And I'm very proud, mate, that uh, the government sees the importance of targeting these events uh, at, at, at Optus and at our rectangular stadium and other, other venues because it brings the crowds, it brings the economic dollars, but it also gives the codes themselves a chance to shine, and I think that's what we're going to see over the coming months, uh, weeks and months, as FIFA rolls out, rugby uh, and, uh, and other codes uh, start as we move in towards summer. David, what, what's the sort of the template that you use, you know, to say, oh, yes, we'll do this and we'll, we'll bring the, the World Cup here? Or, and I suppose when we throw in the Commonwealth Games, you know, a lot of people thought, oh, well, maybe WA could do that. But what's the sort of template that you do to say, well, this is worth us getting? Look, um, there's a couple of things. The first is there needs to be an economic return. There's no doubt about that. And we know that when you build a, a, an event, uh, that if it's one that's going to attract crowds, that means we want to get some people from interstate and even overseas coming. But we also want to cater for our locals. We're going to make sure that they get a, uh, a chance to, to see the spectacle. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the legacy stuff. I mean, for me, what does FIFA Women's World Cup mean for Perth going forward after it's all over, after the the women's teams have packed up and gone home. What it means is, and this is why it's so important now, it means that that code, for example, should be doing everything possible to focus uh, or to take advantage of the fact that, you know, two billion people are going to be watching this, uh, these games, and five of them are in Perth. Now, what does that mean for the code here in, you know, in Western Australia and Australia? So the legacy stuff is important. Now, Infrastructure-wise for FIFA, for example, we've upgraded the, the rectangular stadium. We've now opened just last weekend 
the football centre. So soccer now has a home for, finally in Perth. So there's a, 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 a an infrastructure legacy there. Uh, and now what we want to do is build around these events ongoing legacy. We want more kids involved in sport, girls and boys, more young people involved. And, of course, those people who are a bit like me who need to watch the old weight get back out on the field in terms of some of the more modified uh, games as well. So that's what I'm interested in too is the legacy that uh, these events bring to the state. They bring greater co- economic value. They put people into ho- uh, uh, hotel beds, but... We want the legacy as well. I mean, we talk about crowds coming and all that sort of stuff, and I suppose you can you can see that and quantify it. But what what I would imagine it's also about an awareness of WA and the long term thing for tourism. How do you quantify that, or how do you put that into you know the the, the, the scene? Well, what we know is that uh, you know once you start getting international visitors to Perth, once you get interstate visitors coming across here. Uh, there's, uh, you know, for every dollar spent there's uh, uh, that they spend, there's, uh, you know, six, seven dollars generated. So we know that there are formulas that show the economic impact. Uh, so a million spent would generate six, seven million. But the other thing, of course, is that uh, we've got a very strong branding program that's attached to all of these events. And that's about Team WA. It's about walking on a dream. It's about selling the state. It's about enticing people to come and visit this this city that many people have sort of thought was an isolated city. It's not. It's a vibrant place. And, of course, when they see Perth in uh, the spotlight, like they will with FIFA Women's World Cup, like they will with Rugby Sevens and the rugby that's coming uh, and that we announced uh, with the Lions only recently, when that happens, people start saying, hey, I want to go to that place. And, of course, if we can get them into Perth, we can get them into Western Australia, they'll also explore the regions of WA, which we know, those of us who live here, know so very well as such a beautiful part of the world. So uh, that's all a very strategic approach. Focus on the events that are going to bring people and attention to WA, uh, build, build crowds. We know that our locals will support any sport. I mean, the thing about West Australians, and there's statistics and analysis done on this, West Australians are some of the most fanatical sports fans. They'll actually go to anything if it's high quality um, uh, in terms of a, of a code. So we want to build on that. And we want to make sure that WA uh, continues to build a strong reputation of, of delivering great events, both sporting and cultural. I think it was really the highlight for, for us in many respects was uh, when we hosted the AFL Grand Final back in 2020 when, you know, no one else could. Uh, and we demonstrated, I think, not only to the rest of Australia but to the world that, uh, hey, when you come to Perth, you're going to come to a very special place. You'll have a great experience and you'll see some of the world's best sport and cultural uh, uh, entertainment on on display. The Honourable David Templeman with us here, our Minister for Sport and Recreation. A big few months here for sport in WA. We've just had uh, Tottenham and West Ham here, the FIFA Women's World Cup at the Perth Rectangular Stadium. Uh, NRL coming our way as well. And, uh, yeah, the Rugby Sevens we might talk about in a moment as well. Commonwealth Games been the big talk this week, uh, Minister, and it's certainly been a conversation, hasn't it? Uh, regarding whether it's held in Australia at all. It won't be in regional Victoria. We know that now. And Roger Cook, the Premier, very quick to come out and say it just wasn't worth our time or effort. Could you see any value at all to the Commonwealth Games being held in Western Australia, Mr Templeman? Uh, look, in, in the future, yes. But one of the things I think we need, and I think the uh, the International Commonwealth Games Authority and, and I suppose the Commonwealth more broadly needs to come to terms with uh, what is the role of the Commonwealth Games more broadly and 
and and I think they need to modernise and look at uh, a new way of delivery. The reality is there are probably only five Commonwealth countries in the world that are capable of hosting them in terms of being able to deliver to the infrastructure needs and the and the uh, uh, and the, cap- the, 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 the high standards that are required in terms of the athletes. And they're Australia, uh, UK, uh, Canada, uh, probably uh, you know New Zealand and, and maybe Malaysia perhaps, and, and India possibly. So six, five or six countries of the Commonwealth. And the Commonwealth's got uh, uh, you know, um, dozens of, of countries that are associated with it. I think this is a chance now to reset what the Commonwealth Games does and, and can do I am interested in the theory that um, that uh, if a nation might hold Commonwealth Games in the future, that in a place like Australia, for example, it might be that uh, uh, you host it across a number of cities across the country and that specific cities deliver specific um, uh, codes or programs from, from the Commonwealth um, suite of sports. So, for example, we would be a natural to host hockey uh, and, and, and probably some of the uh, field sports. Uh, Melbourne or Sydney would probably be better placed or well placed to host uh, the athletics. Queensland, swimming. So you might look at that in the future in the model. I don't think there's probably enough time to get that sort of model in place for 2026, but I think that sort of thinking is probably the way to go for the Commonwealth Games in the future. Because the, the reality is, and I feel really sort of the athletes in this, because for the reality is the Commonwealth Games is a very important part of both uh, preparation for Olympics and also high performance uh, um, testing of high performance in, in readiness for the Olympics. So it's a very important part of that um, equation. But I support uh, the Premier's uh, the view that uh, with, you know when you when you when you're uh, spending taxpayers' money and you're talking billions of dollars, you do have to look at the uh, the the value for money. If you get it's a twelve day event. And uh, do you get a return uh, on, you know, billions of dollars? The Premier in Victoria made a big call. There's a lot of... I'd you know, to be a fly on the wall over there at the moment because <laughs> there's a whole range of things going on over there. But at the end of the day, I think and I hope when we settle all this that a better and stronger Commonwealth Games comes out of it. And maybe a focus on how our countries uh, um, uh, perhaps help each other in terms of the Commonwealth in preparation for the Olympic Games. Because quite frankly, you know, uh, I mean, we did brilliantly in Birmingham, you know, 80 gold medals or something. Brilliant, brilliant performances. But when you're flogging some countries, you know, 12-0 or 12-1 in hockey, you you know, as as an example, is that the best, uh, you know, is that that what you want to see out of of the Commonwealth Games more broadly? Um, It it shouldn't be, you know, it should be a, it should be a, a celebration of sport too. Uh, David, the, the Rugby Sevens, uh, Jacob mentioned that. Um, I don't think people f- realise, oh, well, yeah, Rugby Sevens, what's it going to bring? But it's it's big thing, isn't it? And and it should give one a lot of exposure. But could you just tell us the advantage of getting it? Well, look, I think the Rugby um, the rugby Sevens uh, is... is um, I, I found it was very interesting uh, when we had... Um, uh, rugby featured a couple of years, a couple of Olympics ago, and and really um, uh, enhanced the, the sort of smaller style of game. Um, and for Perth and for us, uh, you know, we're uh, we're essentially you know about to experience what I think will probably be the golden decade of rugby in Australia, because uh, not only will it culminate in the Rugby World Cup in 27 and 29, but uh, we've also got the British and, and Irish Lions uh, Rugby Union Tour in 2025. Um, 
and uh, we've now, uh, in a major coup, been selected to host the Rugby Sevens, so it'll attract the top rugby nations to um, to play here, and uh, it's an alternative uh, format, as we know, uh, with only seven players uh, competing in seven-minute um, uh, halves and uh, a sort of a tournament f- uh, format. So here's the chance again for rugby now, as a, as a, as a code, to really... Um, look at how it maximises the opportunity that uh, bringing the Rugby Sevens to Perth um, can do for the code in terms of understanding of the code and experience of the code. And uh, we work closely with, um, uh, you know, our local rugby uh, um, groups here to make sure that we are very focused on how this coup for Perth builds the code. We've got to look at how we keep building the code for participants. And so there's a great opportunity for that. And the Rugby Sevens is, is an example of, uh, of of what I think can be quite exciting. NRL here in Perth in a couple of Saturdays' time, David. Uh, is there scope for an NRL team of our own in the coming years, particularly as the NRL looks for a, another side? Yeah, there is. And look, you know, the Premier Premier Cook, uh, very, very keen, very, very keen NRL fan, but... Um, and he's had talks with uh, uh, the Landys and others in, in the rugby league, and we've our argument is pretty simple. Uh, if the uh, NRL, the National Rugby League, wants to be truly a national competition, uh, then you can't not have Perth, uh, a Perth-based team in it. So, look, um, Peter Tinley, who's a member for Willoughby, um, again a great rugby fan, is uh, as Minister for Sport, I've, he's um, chair of a working group that continues to. Uh, have ongoing discussions with the NRL, putting in our our strong interest uh, and expression that we think uh, we want to put the N into the NRL, make it a national code. Perth is the we think is the natural next team. Those conversations will take place, and look, there's lots of lots of hype about this over in the east, particularly because currently there's an unbalanced number of teams uh, with the Dolphins coming in this season and. Uh, uh, you know there is a move to go to the 18th team, uh, and and ultimately to to 20 in the in the uh, out years. So we've got our oar in there, and we're expressing our interest strongly. And I think uh, it's great; it'll be great for sport, but Western Australia to have a uh, a strong NRL team uh, representing Perth and uh, WA. Uh, to finish, David, have you got anything uh, coming up that you want to tell us? I won't tell anyone if there's something you haven't thrown out there yet that we can expect. <laughs> Mate, one of the things about being sportsmen, and I'm very pleased about it, is that, uh, you know, we've got a very enthusiastic Premier who loves sport, and we've got a very enthusiastic, I mean, I, I haven't seen a more enthusiastic treasurer, I've got to say, in Rita Sapiotti. We, can I assure West Australians we are looking uh, at all, uh, all options in the future in terms of sport and in terms of culture and the arts too, don't forget, to bring to Western Australia, to bring to Perth, uh, to promote our state, and uh, and again build legacy so that so young you know girls and boys young kids um, grow up with a love for sport and a love to, for participation in sport. And I'm really strong on that, and I'll keep uh, fighting for that uh, while I'm the minister for sport. Here, here, uh, minister. Thanks very much for your time this morning. Very exciting time for sport in Perth and sport in Australia, and great to have so much sport to look forward to. Thanks for your time this morning. Great to join you, fellas. All the best. That's Minister for Sport and Recreation, uh, Mr David Templeman, with us here on Sport FM this morning.